everyone. You've reached the MS is Messy podcast. Thanks for listening. As 2020 comes to a close, I have been reflecting on all the gifts this year has given me. I thought I was a resilient person. I was not. I thought I was a patient person. I was not. I thought I was an independent person. I was not. I thought I was a calm person. I was not. After doing a year in spiritual exercise this morning with Emily Fletcher, founder of Ziva, an online community devoted to mindfulness, meditation, and manifesting to alleviate stress, did I discover how truly stressed I was in 2020. It's easy to say I'm not stressed when everything is going right in my life and I'm in the flow, but staying stress-free during 2020 has proven to be one of the greatest challenges of my adult life. I've had my share of hard knocks in life that gave me an illusion of myself as being a resilient, patient, independent, and calm person. But once my neat little life became messy, my house of cards came crashing down. I was living on autopilot, going through the motions, never questioning or fully appreciating all the good things I had going on. Then COVID hit back in March and life as I and everyone else knew it came to a screeching halt. I spent the first couple of months of the lockdown like everyone else, trying to make the best of it by cleaning out closets, baking all my favorite goodies, learning how to use different video conferencing apps to stay in contact with close family and friends, watching way too much TV and getting lots of sleep. Our daughter, her husband, and their little dog, Evie, lived with us for the whole month of April, creating a welcome distraction from the pandemic. While everyone else worked in their separated little makeshift offices upstairs, I quietly and efficiently ran the household downstairs, making sure groceries were always being ordered, the house was staying clean and neat, and making sure there were always clean clothes and linens for everyone. Shortly thereafter, my father-in-law had a stroke and then attempted suicide, which added a whole new set of stressors to our lives. Then our country went through a racial reckoning with the murder of George Floyd, causing me even more anxiety at the helplessness I felt in the wake of such divisiveness in this country, which only got worse as the election drew drew closer. All my grown children were looking to me to reassure them that everything would eventually be okay. And sure enough, the weather started warming up and things did seem to start getting a little better. Good thing too, because the novelty of being stuck inside was starting to wane. We had to cancel a big family reunion slash mom's 80th birthday celebration that we had been planning for the end of June opting to watch our, her neighbors and friends drive by her home in Arizona on the computer instead. Over the summer, I really appreciated the occasional socially distanced outdoor breakfast or lunch with girlfriends, having the family over for a barbecue to celebrate birthdays and summer holidays, visiting friends in their backyards to swim or eat, and just generally making the most of an all too short Chicago summer. I also started this podcast in June after finishing up a blog I had started a couple of years earlier called Emma's Family Affair. My intention in starting this podcast was and is to help others living with MS navigate their messy lives too, but I soon discovered the podcast had become more cathartic for me than I had ever imagined, clearly demonstrating that I didn't have all the answers to the questions that I still had. Why was I so anxious and antsy? What is it about me that insists on perfection in myself and everyone else? Why can't I say no to something or someone who is testing my boundaries? Are all these character flaws contributing to my health issues? And if so, what can I do about it? Like I said in the last podcast, I'm just starting on the spiritual journey 
but what I'm learning is that I first need to acknowledge these shortcomings in my personality before I can start healing them. These are the real gifts of the season for me to admit that I don't have all the answers, that I need the help of friends and family to get by. And lastly, that there are plenty of things out of my control, but that's okay. I always thought that if I just put a positive spin on all the bad shit in my life, I could get through it. Having this mindset was also contributing to my anxiety because if I didn't always stay positive and who could have after all these months in lockdown with racial and political warring thrown into the mix. I became doubly hard on myself. I've since learned that those are just thoughts. They're not good or bad. And once I can accept them all, I can truly accept myself for the flawed, imperfect woman that I am. Only by acknowledging these facts can I stop ruminating on all that, all the what ifs and start celebrating all the successes of 2020. As hard as this year has been, I am truly grateful for all the lessons it has taught me. Without the challenges of 2020, I may never have questioned my cushy little life nor strive to make this one life I have the best one it could possibly be. I am beyond thankful for my messy little life that always shows me that nothing is ever too big or too scary to get through when you practice self-love.